Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Flipping Records Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Marissa. And today we are joined by our mother. You want to say your name? Oh, my. (laughs) I thought you guys were going to introduce me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Imelda Delarosa. Mel. Mom. (laughs) Uh, What album are we doing today, Mom? Today we are reviewing... Ario Speedwagon's High Infidelity. High Infidelity by Ario Speedwagon. Uh, why this album, Mom? Um, <clears throat> because you told me to. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's a great album. What album would you have picked if we didn't tell you to do this one? <laughs> Oh my goodness, I don't think I could do this. Um, All right, let's keep it professional. Come on. Okay. Okay, so this album, because um, it just brings a lot of childhood memories to me, and it's just a fun, it's got some good songs, and I just love to sing it out loud. Cool. Um, All right, well, let's get started. Track by Track. Track number one, Don't Let Him Go. What do you think about this one, Mom? Oh, this one? Okay, so I guess I should start off by saying, though, even though this is, like, such a great album, and it's an album that, to me, now uh, reminds me of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, until recently, until you guys actually playing it on your record player, I don't know that I had ever heard the entire album and really paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. So um, now this song right here, this first song, I, I I will be driving with Christopher in the car and just those first notes of the song just like make me want to turn it up and just get ready to belt it out. Mm-hmm. So it's just fun. Like that intro, it just has to, like, such a great intro. It's like... I agree. Just, it's just great. I love it. What about you, Marissa? <clears throat> I think the intro on this song is so cool, and um, I, I also whenever who was that? <laughs> Could you hear that? Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we had to tell him to come and get Mitzi because Mitzi is scratching at the door. <laughs> um. The, okay, I'm going to restart. Um, I love the intro of the song. It's so cool. And it also makes me want to like turn it up really loud and sing very loudly, very badly. Um, <clears throat> I like the, like the little guitar part towards the end. Um, I don't remember exactly how it goes now, but when I was listening to it, I liked it. 
I also think the lyrics are pretty cool. Um, because, I mean, uh, I like the just give them a chance to grow uh, line. Though, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I don't really think that you have to wait for someone to grow, but whatever. Um, I, I disagree with that. Well, I think that was the point. Like, he's telling her, like, don't let him go. He's a good guy. Just give him a chance to grow. I know, but... Because guys, guys take a little bit longer in their maturing stage. So I think, I mean, that was just, that's just great advice. Like, don't let him go. Hold on. Just give him a chance to grow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he's a sweet-talking stud. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I say that I forgot I had notes? <laughs> So my first note was solid opener, those drums. (laughs) Where's Noni? I'm right here. Hello? Hello? Marissa, you had him muted. We did not hear one thing he said. Were you commenting? I was just kind of laughing. Oh, okay. Do you guys hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I had some great notes. I feel like I need to retract. Just go. Okay, so... So here's one thing about High Infidelity. (laughs) This was their ninth album. Oh, really? They had been together for 10 years, and this was their ninth album, and really the only album that had any hits. (laughs) That's crazy. I didn't know that. Well, their biggest hit isn't even on this album, though. What's their biggest hit? Um, Can't Fight This Feeling. Oh, no, yeah. but I think even though I don't know that did that get to number one and and was it on the charts? Um, I don't know. I mean, I can look into it, but it's their most played song on Spotify by a long shot. Wow. Yeah, it has one hundred twenty-five million, and then second place is "Keep on Loving You" with one hundred six million. So it's got almost twenty million more. Wow. All right. Totally forgot about that song. And one totally not like a favorite at all. Yeah. I don't like that song. (laughs) Honestly, like, I think the first note that I personally have is that this album is so bad, but it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so corny from start to finish. And it's like, it's just like not good. Like, I feel like if you were to tell someone like oh like listen to this album it's so good they'd be like you're crazy this sucks <laughs> which one i can't stop this feeling oh, no one. just high infidelity the whole album oh, oh 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 but gosh it's got some really great songs it does and i, I think that's a very objective opinion because i think so too but i honestly like while i was listening to it to take notes i couldn't i couldn't i was trying to listen to it objectively and not out of nostalgia because that's I think that's the main reason I love it so much. And yeah, I was just listening to it and like, I have a lot of good notes, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, like this album is so corny. It's so like, I can see why it took them nine albums to make something like this. That's still not that good. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But, um, but yeah, anyways, so, uh, yeah. So we're still on the first song. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so I feel like, I mean, it's got some crazy keyboards on it. Um, mm-hmm. And I love the parts where the keyboard and the guitar player, like they play off of each other. Mm-hmm. And they're just like really, um, I mean, man, I wish I knew how to play the keyboards and just sit there and play my fingers out. 
Um, and then also I felt, I feel like it kind of has like a dosey do feel like, like kind of, there's just some parts to it that I felt like I was like, like hoedown, like a hoedown ish vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, so I looked it up and yes, like this song had this dosey do kind of Bo Diddley thing that oh, they okay. actually talked about. And I was like, oh, yay, I heard that. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. Um, and some awesome vocal runs in this part, too. Like, I could just, I just feel like I can just belt it out and I sound so good. And then I look over at Christopher and he's looking at me like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, um, I like the way the... <coughs> Okay. Yeah, just a little choke. Um, You getting choked up about this? This podcast is chaos already. (laughs) Ten minutes in, we haven't even like finished the first song. (laughs) Anyways, um, I like uh, the way the vocals come in. Um, I think the first line has like a a lot of attitude behind it, and the way he delivers it, like those two things combined, are pretty. It, like, pulls you into the song, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the chorus is sick. I I hate the organ in the back. Um, mm. I just, like, there's a, there's some things in this whole album that is, that, like, there's, like, one instrument or one thing that makes it just so corny to me that I wish was taken out. And the organ on this one is that. Um, the bass rips. I, I like the keys solo. And it's all <laughs> every time I uh, hear this song, I pretend like I'm playing it on my steering wheel. Well, I feel like that's me too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I- actually, one time, actually one time, I I was doing that, but I was I was like air guitaring it, and Christopher looks at me. He's like, "That's a keyboard, mom." I was like, "Oh, darn it!" <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, great guitar solo and tone. I think that, what's his name? I know it's Gary Richrath or Richrith, Richroth, I have no idea, or Rickrith, R-I-C-H-R-I-T-H. Anyway, um, I think he's an underrated guitar player, like just uh, all the solos and the tones on this album are killer, so, um, I think maybe, God. He played a Les Paul. I did know that. You did good. You can hear it. Yeah, it plugged really nice into a Marshall. Thick. Yep, it's like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> Dad wrote that note for me. <laughs> good job. No, yeah, you can you can definitely hear that. Um, yeah, just like really. Uh, it's it's interesting the combination of his guitar tone with the style of music because it's kind of more like pop music mm-hmm. and you know what that i think that's an interesting thing to note too is that this i feel like this album doesn't really lean towards like the glam rock or the new wave of like 1980s yeah it's kind of like well, a weird in between of just like uh, i don't know like pop rock it's kind of it's interesting i've i don't know you know, what's interesting to me is they were actually formed in 1967. So it doesn't even feel like that sound of that, like that 70s feel either. Like they're just yeah. kind of tr- 
trying to figure themselves out, I guess, and then accidentally had a hit. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's maybe something I like so much about this album is that they're really like even today and back then like I've there's nothing that sounds like it. Um at least that I've heard. Right. Right. But yeah. Um Yeah, so did you guys have anything else on the first song? <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes in are we gonna take 12 minutes on all 10 tracks it's gonna be a two-hour podcast no no no. we will definitely will not no okay. <laughs> no <laughs> all right i'll cut it up and edit it but whatever all right track number two keep on loving you what do you think mom oh man so this song um <clears throat> i mean this is a song that i feel made me know who Ario Speed Speedwagon were. Um, you know, this song came out in the 80s, so I was 10 years... I mean, this album came out in the 80s. I was 10 years old, maybe 11. Um, so my friends and I, we would roller skate outside our house in our driveway, and we would turn our stereo speaker facing out the window, so we would blast the stereo, and we would play the radio because... We just played the radio, so whatever songs would come on the radio, that's what we'd be outside roller skating to. And whenever this one came on, we'd be screaming like, Woo! and just get so excited and just start skating out there, singing all the lyrics as loud as we could. Um, so that was the nostalgia for me about this song. And I think that's why I love the album so much now more than anything, because it reminds me of my childhood, but yet it also reminds me of you kids growing up and blasting mm -hmm. the album um, from upstairs. That's my first memory of this album playing in our house is when you moved upstairs, Anthony. Mm -hmm. And um, like hearing that song for the first time, I might've been downstairs, but I remember just the feeling of, I flashed back to being 10, 11 years old roller skating, but then instantly it was like, wow, like, it's coming from upstairs in my house and my son's playing it. So well, totally I, different. I remember um, like you and Marissa went out one day um, and you came home and you gave you gave me that you bought this album for me to ha listen to. I remember. Uh, oh, so like I found it somewhere, maybe. Yeah, you found it and uh, gave it to okay. me and you were like, listen to this. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> it's all uh, whatever like, oh. <laughs> oh so that's why it came playing from upstairs <laughs> well i'm pretty sure you gave it to me when i still live downstairs i think you're making all oh, this oh okay no 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 no. <laughs> i'm, I'm not making it up at all <laughs> am i <laughs> so anyways it sounded good in my mind um so keep on loving you yeah back to it that was how many minutes <laughs> So like this three. was a first this was the first um Ario Speedwagon song that broke the top fifty on the Billboard charts on the Billboard one hundred. Really? Yeah. And um when uh Kevin Cron Cronin um came in and, and was playing this on the keyboards for them, I guess they were all gathering uh either to practice or to record or write music or whatever, and they thought he was crazy. Like mm -hmm. Because it was kind of out of there, it was more, it was slower than a normal, I guess, Ario Speedwagon song was. Get it? Speed slower. <laughs> <That> was <good. laughs> 
Uh, so they thought he was pretty crazy and he, I think had to, well, from what I read, like he had to beg them and just be like, no, like I'm writing this, we're playing it, we're doing it. Yeah. And they did. And yeah. Well, it's a good thing they did, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it became their only number one hit. Well, it became a number one hit. Their first number one hit. Their first number one hit after 10 years, after nine albums. That's wild. Dang. Yeah, they just never gave up. What do you think, Marissa? I love this song. It's really sad and like a bummer for um, the singer. But oh, okay. <clears throat> now I got to sing it. But it's um, it's just so good. I love everything about it. Um, uh, I. There's not really anything in particular that I have on this song. Um, I just like it a lot as a whole, and it's on, like, all of my playlists ever. (laughs) So, I love it. Okay, so, right now, looking at the lyrics, um, you played dead, but you never bled. Instead, you lay still in the grass, all coiled up and hissing. Not the lyrics I sing (laughs) when I sing this song. (laughs) And I don't know right now what I sing, but it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) I don't remember. Yeah, that part's good. So now I'm looking at the lyrics more. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I don't know, be forever. All right, yeah, so okay, Nani, what good. do you think of this song? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to shorten mine. <laughs> um, yeah, this song is sick. Crazy corny, as is the whole album. But it's yeah. super catchy. But it's corny um, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I wrote in my notes, like, I don't, I really don't even know, like, what this song has going for it, but it's a hit, <laughs> and it's really, like, it's good, like, I just don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's catchy. I love the way that he changes the melody in the last pre-chorus, and then the piano outro is probably the corniest part, <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got on this one. 20 minutes later, we finished two songs. Well, there's a lot to cut, so. <laughs> that's true. I don't think you should cut it. I think you just let it go. <laughs> no. Don't let it go. Give him a chance to grow. Ooh, that was good, huh? <laughs> all right. Gosh. Track number right. three. Follow you my knew heart. you guys. You guys knew that this was not going to be your normal podcast, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Track number three. Follow my heart. So right now, I I know that it says I saw you at midnight. Oh no! <laughs> I always want to say I saw you in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even sound like that. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it makes sense. In a dream that I had from nowhere, you stood there and you seemed so sad. 
Why would he see her in a bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> oh, I don't even have notes on that one. <laughs> I just think that this song, there, it's like this. I didn't even realize it, but it's the same words over and over again. Yes. Like, it's so short. Like, there's not a lot of lyrics, but it's still like almost four minute song. And yeah, like, should I follow my head or follow my heart is said over and over again. Mm-hmm. He just kind of sings it differently each time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want in and out. I think I'm going to get in and out today. Anyways. We're having carnitas today. I had a taco man last night, but yeah. Was it good? So, follow my heart. My first note is, oh yeah, let's rock. Um. <laughs> I like the wah-wah pinch harmonics. I think they're funny. They're, like I said, there's just so many different things that are like so cheesy, but for some reason they're good. Um, corny melodies. <laughs> I saw you at midnight. At midnight <laughs> in a dream that I had. Um, bass rips. Uh, great chorus melodies. Um, I love in the last line. when Well, it's the same line as the whole chorus, but the last time he sings it. <laughs> The harmonies are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the guitar solos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the breakdown to the bridge is pretty beast, but it's a face melting guitar solo. And uh, okay, I have I have a huge gripe with this song, and it bugs me every time I hear it. I'm pretty sure the drummer messed up. Oh, when he recorded it, because there's one part. In the last chorus, coming out of the bridge, where is he hits a cymbal, but like it it should be a snare where he does it, hmm. and I can't tell if it's like he missed the snare and they just were like ah oh, like we can't record it again, <laughs> or but what? How do you know that he missed a snare? I don't understand that because like. It, it just, it's just a feel. Okay. And I just, I can't really explain it. You you just have to, like, if we were listening to it together, I could explain it to you. But just listen for it. Because it sounds like he's going to go, da-da. But he goes, da And it's like, it's just awkward. Like, it sounds like he accidentally hit the cymbal. Because it's, like, kind of quiet. I don't know. But every time I hear this song, it just, like, sticks out like a sore thumb to me. But... That's all I got on this one. Yeah, this wasn't this. Like I said, this wasn't one. I mean, this isn't one I heard on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa, what about you? Did you say something about it? Yeah. Oh, it's a good song. I like it. Mm. So uh, let's move on then. Track number four mm-hmm. in your letter. What do you think, Mama? In your letter, such a cute song. So like, well, just, just, just the, 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 the sounds, the sounds of it. Yeah. A really sad song because truly, um, it was a love letter. It was a, it was a letter left to, um, one of the guys in the band, his wife left him a letter that she was leaving him. He came home from practice and found a letter to him that she was leaving. 
the price yeah. of rockin', I guess. Uh, it was, I have, it was a true story of a bandmate coming home after a tour to find a letter from his wife. <laughs> she was, she was probably like, you're nine albums in, you don't have a hit yet, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And then she regretted Seriously. it after they dropped this one. Yeah. But the sad thing is that she left him for their, um, their illegal drug supplier. <laughs> their dealer? Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, so he said, "Well, you'd rather have the dealer than me. Like, go for it." No, his bummer. His are, okay. When in the thing that I read, he was more bummed, and his comment to his bandmates was like, "Oh well, there goes our drug dealer." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty beast. Um. So yeah, so wants. so I I mean I love it. I can totally sing this song, um, and just have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> It's so like fifties, um, like, like oldies, sixties, yeah, feel to it to yeah. me. Like I want to, like I'm gonna dance this at a sock mm-hmm. hop. Totally. Mm-hmm. What What do you think, Marie? Song? Uh, I I really like this song, and I feel like this is something that Nona you'll think is really corny, but I really like the piano, like the little like ding 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 ding. I like that part. It makes me laugh. Um, this is the part where or this is the song that has the little yeah yeah no or is that a different song (laughs) there's so many piano and guitar solos in this song i mix them up yeah this one's like i don't i really like this there let me listen to it continue talking um this is the one that has like the little piano solo-ish thing right Oh yeah. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah. I think that part's so sick. I don't the, know why. It's so funny. That's what I'm saying. There's so much corny stuff in this whole album, but it's so good. Yeah, I put on my notes that the piano solo goes hard. It's so funny. <laughs> it sounds like something that would be in like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> True. So but yeah. What else? Uh, that's it. I just, I really like the pianos and yeah. it. it makes me laugh. I, uh, I put, um, I love when songs open with the chorus because the song just comes straight in with the, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's so fun to just, like, actually it's an intro into it. What? <laughs> Nothing. Well, the intro is the chorus. It. I know you're right. <laughs> <laughs> then the verses are great. And then the chorus is so catchy. Like I, I catch myself singing this song like on a regular basis it's stuck in my head head (laughs) yeah this song is stuck on my head like on a regular basis yeah yeah wow look at all that down there wow but yeah i love this song yeah i do too this has become a favorite this is this one's probably like my oh no that's false never mind do you, um, do you hate the like fade out in this song? No. At the end, really? I thought you didn't like fade outs. Okay, fade outs are different in the eighties. <laughs> I like fade outs. I I you always can... talk about how I'm an advocate for bringing the fade out back. Oh, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fade outs are sick <laughs> if they're done well. Yeah. I feel like they can be kind of cringe, but. Oh uh, yeah. There are some really long fade outs. Yeah. 
right. Um, that's all I got for this one. Yeah, that's all I got too. Yeah, I'm good. Sick. Okay, so uh, track numero uh, cinco. cinco. <laughs> <laughs> Take it on the run, baby. <laughs> that's the way you want it, baby. What about this one? Um, Oh, this is another one. This is another one just like um, Keep on Loving You that my memory is roller skating to it outside yeah. uh, with Darlene and Michelle, mm-hmm. my childhood friends. Shout out to Darlene and Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Like they're ever going to hear this. Um, What's that supposed so to yeah. Mean? Oh, Darlene probably would. Hi, Darlene. <laughs> Michelle won't. <laughs> um. Oh, this is another one where the lyrics, I got them wrong from when I was little. Okay, the part where it says, um, um, but I know the neighborhood and talk to people and the story's good and the tales grow taller on down the line. So I guess because I was little, I was 10 maybe. So, you know, we'd play in the playground at school. So we had a teeter-totter. So the tales go totter on down the line. No, that does yes. not make sense. That <laughs> was not the logic behind to it. Me. <laughs> I know that wasn't the logic behind it, but I was 10 years old. So to me, it's like, oh, tales go totter undone. <laughs> but the fact that you thought that until now, <laughs> like you, it never crossed your mind that maybe that was I just it. sing them the way I remember them. <laughs> Hey, whatever floats your boat, yeah? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. And the funny thing is, is even though now I know what the lyric says, I still sing it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just another um, great song to me. Um uh, the original title for the song was going to be Don't Let Me Down. I'm glad it wasn't. I know, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this song only got to number five. It never made it to number one. That's lame. This is the best song. I love this yeah, song. Yeah, and, and here's a good thing. Um, the first day of MTV airing, August 1st, 1981, it was one of the, it was the ninth video played on the rotation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's the whole info, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did some research <laughs> on just a few songs. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. Great song. It's I mean, just yeah, so just a great song to sing to and put the windows down and blast it in the car. <laughs> yeah, I, I always say that if people ask me what my favorite song is, I always say this song. It's just like as it as soon as it starts, as soon as I hear the the mm-hmm. opening chord i'm just like yes like yeah. i can i can be out in public anywhere in a loud room if there's super quiet music playing i will hear that chord and i will know what <laughs> song it is immediately uh-huh mm-hmm. um and i feel like i love this one though um keep on loving you is a great song this is this one's this is i think the best song i agree to me yeah mm-hmm. what do you think marissa yeah uh, I love this song. Um, similar to you, I think in the 
DMV the other day. It came on and I was like, oh my gosh. Like you just want to start singing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And, and Can we it, sing it together right now, no. guys? And it's, <laughs> and it's, no, it on the no there's going to be copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, really? And it's all, this is another song that's in like all of my chill playlists. And every time it Your comes Your chill on, vibes? Like, yeah, exactly. That's what they're called too. Um, every time it comes on, I'm just like, oh, yes. Um, it's, I bet you guys will start singing it. The tails go totter on down the line. I doubt it. I don't think so. <laughs> um, I really like the outro. For some reason, like, that's the part that gets me for some reason. Yes. It's just so... I guess it's just because there's not really any, um, like, instruments in with it, and it's just yeah. the vocals. Um, yes. Oh, it's so good. I, um, oh, like, I feel like I want to cry right now just thinking about <laughs> um, <laughs> that ending. Yeah, I, I think that this song is so perfectly crafted, like... It, it takes you on a run. <laughs> no, it's it's literally like it's such a it like tells a story in in three minutes. Wait, no, four minutes. Um, exactly. But I love like yeah, like I love the acoustic guitar intro with just the vocals, and then the electric guitars just bring you straight into the song or straight into that verse with that mm. bam straight into mm. the verse. And um, that dynamic shift, I think, uh, I think a big thing in music that people don't realize is like in a lot of songs that make you like feel something in certain parts, it's because the dynamics are shifting. So you have it, you can have like it really quiet. And then when the, when the chorus comes in, it's huge and loud and you get like cold chills because it's so, such a dramatic shift of, um, like dynamics and like uh-huh. your ears like perceiving that like it gets you excited like it shoots like adrenaline through your body you know mm-hmm. so i think that yeah bringing you into that loudness after that intro and then it just building and building and building and building and building and like climaxing in that last chorus mm-hmm. and then immediately coming back down into that acoustic and vocal outro the exact way it started um, yeah, it like resolves. It makes you feel like satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like rather than ending huge, it brings you back like down to earth, and then you're just kind of like, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, and and then I feel like I don't want it to end. Yeah, like I want to keep knowing the story. Like what yeah. happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, this song reminds me of of just living at home. Um, I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love the vocals leading into this into the guitar solo. Mm. I don't remember what the lyric is, but I know he. I don't know. Is it is it the you're under the gun, so you take it on the run? Yeah. You're under, under the gun, gun, so you take it on the run. Yes. 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 Yeah. The, the guitar solo rips. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so good. And then the bass line. So I don't know if you guys have paid attention to the bass line during that solo. But while he's doing the solo, the bass is going crazy. Um, hmm. 
I'll have to listen again. Like, uh, why isn't this song covered more, like, by cover bands? Like, this is fun. Because it's it to too be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It would be so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But another note I have is I think uh, another thing that's subtle that gets you stoked is after the solo, when it brings you into the last chorus, uh, the ending of the solo, he does a pick scrape on his strings that leads you straight into that first note so it goes like yes it's it's like a subtle like tug on your soul kind of there's just like little things in this song that like add up to just being really good dad told me to write that in my notes for that song and i forgot he (laughs) said that you would be super impressed if i said that the pick scrape yeah beat you to it (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i I love this song i can't wait i'm gonna listen to it when we finish (laughs) i know me too i was thinking the same thing (laughs) yeah i have this cd in my in my car you know fun fact um i went to i think it was i think i went to rhino records i did well i did go to rhino records i went with kate and uh i wanted the cd i went there with the intention of getting the cd for my car and while i was walking around i saw the vinyl and i was like "Hmm, i don't think kate has this album so i grabbed it and i got the cd and so i walked up to the counter oh i got the tape too i got the tape the cd and the vinyl and i walk up to the counter and the guy kind of looked at me like i was crazy and i was just like yeah So I have all, I have all, well, I have the vinyl at home and then I have the CD in my car and the tape is on my shelf. But and yeah. Kate has the vinyl. Yeah, she has, she has the vinyl I bought that day. Um, I wonder if like that guy has ever even heard it. Yeah, see, I don't know. Like, I feel like, especially this whole album is so, uh, like nobody cares about Ario Speedwagon. It's so underrated. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Great song. Moving on. Yeah. Anything totally else, anyone? Nope. No? I don't think so. I'll, I'll come back to it if I remember something. <laughs> All right. Tough guys. What you think, Mama? Okay. So I'll have to say this is one of the songs that I had never heard until you guys playing it here on the vinyl because I never heard or knew the Little Rascals um, intro to it. It's so dumb. <laughs> I feel like I remember one time thinking, what was that? Like, where did that come from? And then the song started. I was like, what? <laughs> but if you knew the clip to the Little Rascals, if you knew, if you've ever seen that episode, yeah, it totally fits. It's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, why? I don't know. How much money did <laughs> they have to pay guy. to put that on a song that <laughs> nobody cares about? True. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is this was fun, but not not a fave. Yeah, what about you, Marissa? Um, I love the beginning, like the right after the little rascals thing stops, and it goes like the thing. I like that part. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. Um, and then I wrote that I like the ending, but I don't remember it. Uh, oh yeah. 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 That part's sick. Yeah. Um, I like this song. I think it's fun. Uh, I love this song too. 
it's super cool. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say on it. I just think it's a good song. So. It's just fun, like Damn, like dude. the other ones. I think my plan for the day is to just go for a drive and listen to this album. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, uh, the guitar lick is so tight. How many people? How many people that listen to this podcast do you guys think are going to think we're totally cheesy? You know what? We think this I is don't so think good. that. I think that people are going to listen to this out podcast and be like, why do they like this album so much? Yeah. And then they're going to listen to the album with all this stuff that we've said in mind. And they're going to be like, oh, dang. Like, this is sick. <laughs> like, I feel like it's like, like I said, I couldn't distinguish if it was like nostalgia great to me. But right. even so, like when I would listen to it as a kid, there was no nostalgia for no, there for was no you. nostalgia then, but I right. still loved it. Yeah. Um, it's just like so corny. It's like, it's almost like guilty pleasure music where it's like, you don't want to like tell everyone that you love Ario Speedwagon, but like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's only this album. I don't know like, anything else by that. Yeah, totally. But I think, Anthony, I think you said that on one podcast that you guys were doing or an interview or yeah, something. Yeah, we did a radio interview and I said that my favorite song was was uh, Take It On The Run. By Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. And I bet that everybody looked at you like, what? Oh, dude, yeah. Like the boys, like my friends think it's so funny, but I love it because like, like, all of my friends and anyone that knows me, when they hear that song, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this song is so bad, but it's Anthony's favorite song. <laughs> oh, they're going to, you're going to totally be reminded of you, you know, this, by this song, this for song, sure. This song and The Promise, but uh, <laughs> those are like my two most yes. favorite songs ever. And I, I've told like, uh, like Kate and like the boys and like my friends and stuff that at my funeral, <laughs> all I want is like a really corny photo slideshow made in like Windows Movie Maker with like like page peeling transitions and like really lame transitions. Dissolved. With I think that I do those pretty good. With the promise, and then I want it to fade in to take it on the run. Actually, maybe swap those so end it with with uh, the promise. The promise. But that's all I want. I think it would probably raise me from the dead, honestly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. too funny. Anyways, we're, we're on tough guys like not that. taking on the run. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. Sorry. Um <clears throat> Yeah, catchy chorus. I love the way that the the bass and the drums open up the chorus. Um you know what? Let me listen to it real quick. I don't remember why. Oh yeah. Cuz the verses are pretty like tight and like just like really like punchy. And then when the chorus comes in, <clears throat> the drums really open up and kind of uh, allow some breathing room for the harmonies when he goes, tough guys. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that was on my notes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Allowing the breathing room for sure. Yeah. Um, last chorus goes double time. Guitar shreds the whole time. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's such a palate cleanser. <laughs> I wrote notes from when you did the podcast with with, um, with Geo. I was like, "Oh, palate cleanser. That's a good one." <laughs> and then about the interlude, I was like, "Oh, that's good too. I don't know what it means, but that's good." <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so funny. 
But yeah, and then my last note is the harmony at the end. Same thing, Marissa. Oh, yeah. And it's so corny. Like, why did they do that? But it's so sick. Yeah, I wrote harmonies too. <laughs> it's so sick. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to listen to it. But like, I wonder what it, what it's so what he's telling the guys, like, stay away from my girlfriend. She doesn't like you. Basically. Yeah. Because she's his, right? And she doesn't like you because you're a tough guy and I'm not. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe he's just saying that, like, I don't know if it's necessarily about his girlfriend, maybe just like a girl. Mm. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the lyrics. See, I guess I don't either. I was going to say I'm all about the lyrics, but maybe not. All about the wrong lyrics? <laughs> Do you have any notes of lyrics that you got wrong on this one? No, I never heard this one on the radio. <laughs> All right, let's move oh. on. Okay. Dude, um, another bop oh. out of season. <laughs> N- oh, out of season. What do you have, Mom? Um, I don't have anything, and I don't remember <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a lot to say on this one. I think it's a super sick song, though. Um, and... I guess the opening instruments are sick because I wrote that, but I don't really remember him. Uh, I mean, I really have nothing else to say. I really like this song. I think it's a bop. I I mean, I think they're all like from. Yeah, I I, I feel like I don't even know which one's which anymore, but, but they're all just like belt them out, singing out loud, fun songs to me. Yeah. What about you, Marissa? She said I just it. said I don't have much to say. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. There was something sticky on my desk. I was picking at while you guys were talking, <laughs> so I was not listening. <laughs> anyway, she finished what, saying what she was saying, and then I interjected and uh, started saying my finishing my note. Oh, so it was gotcha. your turn then. Okay. <laughs> So I put the song is corny. It's so good though. <laughs> the drum and the bass groove go off. Um, the chorus is so corny, but it's awesome. <laughs> so out of season. <laughs> uh, the bass rips. Whoever played bass, I I don't know the names of the people in this band. But oh, the bass player. Oh, I know that's the drummer. Never mind. He rips. Um. The synths in the back are hilarious. Oh. <laughs> I think, yeah, this is the one where they're all... Ding, 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 ding. It's just, like, so corny in the back. I, I imagine, like, someone... Like, you know how, like, real... Like, a someone that plays keyboards, both hands, all fingers, like, really, like... I don't know, like, a lot of, like, finesse and, like, practice. All of the mm-hmm. synth lines in their songs sound like someone just has both of their index fingers and are just hitting a bunch of keys. Oh, that would be me, right? Yeah, and they're just like ding 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 and I just like imagine them going like down the keyboard really fast with just two fingers, one on each hand. That's funny. And I wonder what Gio would say about the keyboarding about this. Like He probably album. have a lot of good stuff to say. I'll have to ask him. But yeah. Um Oh, and then the best part of this whole song is in the second chorus. It, it repeats itself. 
But the transi- the transition from chorus into the next chorus, he goes, ooh, <laughs> and it makes me <laughs> laugh every time. <laughs> that run is so sick. Uh, this I don't know what you're so talking good. about. Yeah, he oh. just... What so part in between these two? Now. Oh. Ooh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I can't even do the run. Ooh. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just so good. It's just fun. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Shaking it loose tonight. Oh, it's just called shaking it loose. My bad. Shaking it loose. No. Oh yeah, shaking it loose, man. That's just fun. Song rips. Does totally. Yeah, I love this song. Underrated. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. <clears throat> for sure. It's just excuse. It's just rocking big time. <laughs> Is it even rocking? It's not really rocking. It's just pretty rocking. It's, just... it's probably the most rocking album. I mean, song on the album. So- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fun. I can't even, I don't even know what the lyrics say. It's just, I'm just shaking it loose tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love this song also. <clears throat> um, I like just the, like the intro, intro opening part, the instruments, and it just like, so upbeat, like from the start. Um. It's also, as I'm looking at the lyrics, I'm realizing that it's all the same lyrics on all yeah, these songs, yeah. like, over and over. Yeah. But, like, somehow it works, even though it's super repetitive. Well, dude, it's Is like, it because everyone's sung differently? N- yeah, well, I was about to say, it's kind of like, I don't know if I mentioned it in a podcast or just in passing talking to someone, but I, I'm a firm believer that lyrics don't matter, and if you have a good melody it's going to get stuck in people's heads because usually people don't know the lyrics and they just hum melodies, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, and that's, I, I Proof. think, huh? <laughs> Proof right here that that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think that this album, the whole album pretty much is kind of, um, proof of that. Cause yeah, like you said, like it, they, it's, re- they're all really repetitive, but they're so catchy and so well-written that it doesn't feel like it. Like the melodies are so good that you're like willing to accept that there's no substance in the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like Oasis, dude. Oasis songs are so like corny and they're like really bad, but they're so masterfully written that they get stuck in your head. Like Wonderwall. Like that melody is so good, you know? Mm-hmm. Even like Champagne Supernova. Like what is a Champagne Supernova? Oh. <laughs> but it gets stuck in your head, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was actually Noel Gallagher, the Oasis guy, who said, like, no one cares about lyrics, it's all about melodies. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's but yeah, that's what gets stuck in people's heads. Yeah. Sorry, tangent. It's all right. It's, I mean, because looking at the lyrics, it's like, what is that? <laughs> what does that even yeah. mean? <laughs> I gotta go. To, I gotta go. There's someone on the phone. Knock on my door, but there's nobody home. <laughs> <laughs> now sing it how it's sung, because I can't. I can't. I can't picture it. How is it sung? I don't want to sing. Shake. Sing it, Shake. 
Shaking it loose tonight. Like that? Or the, no, the sing verse. the part. I gotta go. I got. I gotta go. There's someone on the phone. Honestly, I see, don't... you don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I just know the opening lyric is what she looks at me with fire in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Looks can kill, but something, something, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This song rips. So the drum groove is killer. Catchy chorus. The keys on this song are so sick. I love. I love the way that the 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 keyboard solo. It's so corny. Like. Like it's like, it's like, why did they include that? But I love the way that it that it flows into the 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 guitar solo. Every single time I listen to this song, when the guitar solo comes in, it's one of those ones that I can't help but go, "Oh!" It gets me so stoked. (laughs) But yeah. It's so just like it sounds like yeah. almost like Johnny V. Good, um, <laughs> but yeah, I love that the guitar tone is so sick and the solo is so good. Straight back into the chorus. Shake, shake, shaking it loose tonight. <laughs> shaking it loose tonight. Yeah, That's it. like they they could have ended the album there. Oh yeah, uh, someone someone tonight's good. It could have it could have switched. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, and I love the descending notes in the outro. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, this song rips. Yeah, it's big time. So sick. It's sick. <laughs> you guys say sick. I would say it's so cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all I have for that one. Me too. Me too. Okay. Someone tonight. I think by this point, like, I've lost interest. Though this one's a good two, though, right? Is this a pretty upbeat one? I like this one. Yeah. I like the guitars. I think the shaking it loose, like I was like so like wow wound up, and then the next they just kind of yeah. Like I was gonna say, I feel like they could have swapped these two, shaking it loose and someone tonight, and then ended it there because the last song is yeah. so lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So someone tonight is that what we're? I'm on? pretty sure it's a different singer. It's not. It's not. It is. Yeah. It's the, the bass, bass player. player. Okay. Yeah. Jinx. Um. Yeah. What else? It's not my fave. It's not. Re- oh, those are your notes. But I still dig it. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> it's not how I would have said it, but okay. How would you have said it? Okay. Cool. cool. How would you have said uh, it? I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> no, here's Marissa. She she says it's not my fave fave, but I still dig it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> there you go. On job. <laughs> On beast. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, great chunky guitar tones. Great harmonies. Good catchy chorus. I mean, kind yeah. of. I guess. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. The synths in the choruses are See. sick. Yeah. 
the guitar solo in this song is kind of what saves it for me because it's a dual lead so they're like harmonizing with each other which is sick but that's it i mean yeah yeah kind of like you said i wish that chicken at loose closed it because it's such a pop yeah Oh yeah, this one was written and written and sung by Bruce Hall, the bass player. Wow. wow. That? Yeah. That was a note I wrote. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Mom took my notes, so I don't That's not true. My note was already written. Well, you said my other one. Oh, I did. Oh, sorry. Okay. I have nothing to say. Okay. Yeah. Last song, track number 10. I wish you were there. This song sucks. I don't like this song. I don't like when albums close with a ballad. It's boring. Especially yeah, when that's I not don't... good. But but I like the song if it would have been somewhere different in the album. I just don't really like it. It's not catchy. It's weak. It sounds like, I, I... Uh, to me, it sounds like they needed 10 tracks and they just threw this one on there. I really wish I would have written the note like i would have researched why this song at the end or what the storyline was the backstory behind this song um but i feel like it's like a um um i don't know like when you're when you when we used to watch shows when you were little and and or when i used to watch shows when i was little like like if i watch like the donnie and marie show or um um the uh Oh my gosh. There's a guy called Bowser. I can't remember what the show was that they were in, but there was always like a good night song, like a closer. And it was all pretty usually slow. Like, yeah. Um, so I felt like, I feel like that's what that was saying to me. Like it was closing the album for me and saying goodbye. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I like a rock at the end, but I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Totally. But I, I that's kind of what I feel like when this, song comes on like i'm like all right they're saying good night like it's we're we're leaving the show's over yeah. kind of thing not at a rock show but like the tv i was thinking more of the tv shows oh yeah totally. um shanana shanana was the band i don't remember what the show was called but um <laughs> yeah they would close the show like good night sweetheart well it's, it's time, time to, to go, go. yeah so i totally feel like that's what that song was doing to me like just saying bye yeah <laughs> Kiel. What about you, Marissa? So, uh, I don't hate it. Um, I <clears throat> also wish that it was not uh, the closer or closing track, whatever. Um, I actually kind of enjoy it. Um, I probably wouldn't, like, I would probably skip it if it came on shuffle, but maybe every now and then I'd be like, okay, <laughs> this is a good song. But Yeah. Yeah. I get you, girl. Sick. Yeah, so that's it then, right? Anything else? What about you? Oh, you didn't like it Yeah, I just don't really like this song. I didn't have very many notes other than just it's not that catchy. Um, Yeah. I put, of course, corny closer ballad. And I put, that's weak. Weak sauce. Come on, Rio. Yeah. (laughs) Rio Speedwagon. So do you know that... um, REO Speedwagon was actually like a name of a car. Um, And one of the guys was in um, doing a, I think he was in like a technician class or something like that in college. And REO Speedwagon was the car brand. 
So they were looking for a name. Mm-hmm. That day, I think they were talking about a name to name their band. And they're like, hey, how about REO Speedwagon? <laughs> and that's where it came from. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, huh? Mm-hmm. Jess. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so all in all, I feel like this album, it's... Um, Sorry. Spit it out. I keep wrestling. I keep um, wrestling my papers. I think this is a solid album. Um, it's very uh, nostalgic, I guess, just from um, like listening to the record. And I feel like if I ever listen to records, I always put this one on first. I don't know why. Um, it's a, it's the opening song, I think. It's sure. just like boom, boom, boom. Um. That's not how it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what what were you gonna say, Mom? Um, I mean, like like we've been saying, like so corny, but yet so good. If that's even possible, mm-hmm. you know, just it's just fun, you know. And I feel like it's definitely. On the top of my, like, top five albums, if somebody were to ask me, like, what albums remind you of your family? Mm -hmm. Like, us, the five Mm -hmm. of us. This would definitely be one of them. Um, Because Dad, too. Dad loves this album. And uh, Christopher has some of these songs on his playlists. And he will picks the songs when we're driving. And (laughs) usually it's the first one. Um, Don't let him go. Yeah, don't let him go. That comes out of his songs, mm-hmm. his playlist. Um, so yeah, for sure, like full of nostalgia for me growing up, but then also it's kind of taken a different mm-hmm. um, place for me because it's our family anthem. <laughs> Hello? Anybody there with me? Yeah. <laughs> Silence. Oh. <laughs> no one Silence. laughed. I know. <laughs> no one laughed with me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this album's great. Um, I, my closing note is that it's probably really bad, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's nostalgic. I have the CD in my car. I have the tape on my shelf. I have the vinyl at home. Technically own two copies, so... Yeah, so uh, high infidelity, Ario Speedwagon. What would you rate it, Mom? You know our rating scale, right? I do know your rating scale. Um, I feel like there should be a new scale added today. (laughs) A new rating. Um, Corny, but so good. (laughs) Um, it, It definitely tickles my fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it probably should be a Nickelback album, but to me, <laughs> it's a 1D album for sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's personally. I, I think, like, objectively, it's pro- it probably could use more cowbell. Like, it's not bad, but it's not great. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it's so great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like objectively, like from an out, trying to stay in like an outsider, like objective perspective of like just reviewing an album. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that it probably could use more cowbell because it's really like, I don't know. It's so corny through and through. But I mean, the 80s were corny, but. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. So, objective review out or objective rating could use more cowbell. Personal rating, mm-hmm. it's a one D album for me. Wow! But yeah, so this has been Flipping Records podcast. We just reviewed. Well, you know, since you listened to this whole episode, um, high infidelity. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Flipping Records Podcast. You can listen on any of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Uh, you can also listen on Flipping Records Podcast dot com. Hopefully, we'll well probably never update the website because it's perfectly fine the way it is, <laughs> unless we get famous. But um. Yeah, so this one's gonna take you to the top. Yeah, this podcast maybe. right here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what we're doing next week yet. Um, but uh, yeah. Anything else, guys? Nope. Thanks, mom, for Gosh, doing this. I wish I had appreciate it. Good. I appreciate you guys. This has been fun. Now we've done the whole family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now we've done the whole family. We've done. You guys have. <laughs> Anyway, good times, good times. All right. So this has been Flipping Records Podcast, and we'll catch you on Side B.